This is the Fail Fast Podcast. Stories of entrepreneurs who looked at failure in the eyes and didn't give up. With your host, the online sales master, Quinn Amorum. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a guest who is a best-selling author who in college had already built a franchise from zero to 1.2 million in annual revenue. He then co-founded CC Solutions, a real estate development company, and he grew it to $6 million in revenue within two years. Directly from San Diego, California, we have Christian Chasmer. How's it going? It's going well, Quinn. Thanks for having me. My pleasure to have you here. So, Christian, it sounds like you started your entrepreneurship career pretty early. Do you know what caused this? Was your family very business-oriented? Yeah, great question. Uh, My family wasn't necessarily business-oriented. We were definitely scrappers and hustlers. I I grew up in a not-so-great family, but I had an awesome mom who brought in a bunch of the cousins and raised them, and she was a single mother taking care of everyone. So that definitely showed me a little bit about hard work, about, you know, doing whatever it takes. But I was really, really on the pre-law track, actually, uh, until I got to college, until my junior year of college, where going through the motions, wanting to make a lot of money, like most people, and I figured I'd just be a lawyer, work in New York City, and that's that. But then I actually came across this piece of paper on my desk that said, uh, run your own business over the summer, make $10,000. And I had $30 to my name, so I said, sign me up, I'll do whatever it takes. And that wound up being that franchise program that I ran in college. And that completely changed my life. I mean, from there, it was no more law school. It was entrepreneurship and personal development and leading people all the way. So, yeah, it wasn't, you know, I I think I I grew up always being a hustler and like doing things like shoveling driveways and doing different things to make money. So I was entrepreneurial, but I didn't think I was going to be an entrepreneur until that piece of paper really changed my life. So by the age of 26, you already have two hugely successful companies. Does that mean you sacrificed all of your college years of fun and just dedicated to work, work, work? Uh, uh, no, no. I would, I would definitely say I had a lot of fun in college, probably a little bit too much fun. Uh, definitely the first three, three years, I was you know, a rambunctious partier. Uh, Like I said, I was just going through the motions. I got good grades, but I partied hard on the weekends. I definitely did all of that. And then even when I was running my franchise, I was definitely more disciplined than I used to be. I, you know, was waking up early. I was going to sleep early. I was definitely controlling myself a lot more because I was definitely focused on the business. But definitely during college, it was at those points, it was a work hard, play hard mentality. Very good. And still have any of those businesses today? Uh, I actually, so the franchise model, I walked away from to start my real estate development company. And then at the beginning of last year, I sold my equity in my real estate development company. So I actually sold that to start what I'm doing now with Elevate. Okay. So now what is Elevate? Yeah. Elevate it is a 12-week coaching executive training system for entrepreneurs. So there's two levels to it. And the first level is me going out and working with seven and eight figure entrepreneurs and their leadership team, helping them implement systems and processes so they can scale. And that's 
lot of fun. I work with these awesome, awesome companies from all over the country. And then the second level to elevate is for six-figure entrepreneurs, really. It's for those entrepreneurs that are hustling, they're growing, they're gaining some success. It's them and maybe a small support team, maybe just a VA, but they want to get systems and processes in place to start bringing on their dream team and start really getting to the next level. And that's where that group coaching 12-week program comes in. Gotcha. And what's the size of that business today? Can you disclose that? Yeah, it's uh, so last year we did over six figures. I started it last April uh, and we did over six figures and we're on pace to hopefully double, maybe even triple that this year. Nice. That's incredible. You must have a, I guess, uh, systems in place because you mentioned systems a couple of times. Uh, is that kind of what's helping you grow any business that you start like that? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that's kind of the the thing that I got really obsessed with when I started in business. You know, that first summer with that franchise, we were doing like exterior painting company when I was in college. So I was actually running an exterior painting company and I was really bad leader and that had terrible systems. I wasn't a good entrepreneur. After that summer, I realized I needed to buck up and learn this stuff. And so I started getting obsessed with leadership and systems, like how to build processes and when I say systems, it's how to create a, a system and a structure for your team to win in over and over and over. So how to create duplicatable processes in your business to where you're getting the same result without you having to do everything. So that could be as simple as delegating certain small tasks to a VA, or it could be something as robust as building out your automatic sales process. Um, so that's what I mean when I say systems and yeah, absolutely. I, I look at every business from a systems mindset. Did you build these systems yourself? Good question. So, uh, sometimes yes. And sometimes no. So anybody that comes into my company, we basically teach them how to build processes, how to write processes. And it could be as simple as a Google doc with some screenshots showing somebody how to upload a blog post, right? Which takes, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. But if you create a process with screenshots, then you can offload that to a VA. And now you just save 15 minutes a week, which, you know, that adds up to a couple of hours. So if you can do that to a couple of tasks over and over, now you're saving some substantial time so you can then focus on the most important things in your business. Very good. So I'm guessing when an entrepreneur or a big business uh, starts working with you, that's going to be part of the process is uh, teaching them systems. So do you also help them build these systems? Yeah, good question. So with the Elevate 12-week program, that's exactly what we do. So we're teaching these six-figure entrepreneurs, hey, what's that automatic financial system that you can learn to plug into your business where then you know where all of your money is going and you're putting money away so you can make sure you're profiting. We teach them hiring systems. So like, how do you guarantee that you're building your A team and you're bringing on A players every time with the exact interview questions, the interview templates, et cetera? So yeah, we're teaching the entrepreneurs how to look at the business as a system and then how to build those actual systems. And then with the seven and eight figure entrepreneurs, yeah, we're going in there and we're working with them to build their specific processes in their business. Nice. So... Because you already created a few successful businesses, I want to know what is the key to create these successful businesses? We, we hear all, you know, the gurus out there, some say it's a hustle, others say it's hard work, others say it's working smart, 
So is it a combination of everything or is there a special key? Yeah, good question. The key to building a successful business. I would say it's really being essential. It's knowing or choosing the few things to go really deep on and then choosing and sticking to those even when the shiny object syndrome comes along Mm -hmm. all entrepreneurs are, myself included, right? You know, if you choose to go down three marketing channels and testing those marketing channels and committing to those marketing channels, I see a lot of times business owners will pick, but then they'll pick number four, five, and six through two weeks later too. And now they're spread way too thin. Um, same thing with products, right? A lot of people will say, hey, we have a course. And then a week later, they'll come out with a different course and then a coaching program. And they're stacking all these products. And now they're trying to sell different products to different niches. And that just, you, you start putting all of your energy in a lot of different places instead of your energy in one place. So that's what I would say is the biggest thing that I see a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is just being essential and going all in on a few things or one thing. Yes. I really like that answer because it's something I, I, I personally went through. It's, you know, the shiny object. All entrepreneurs are always looking for the next big thing. And of course, I was, I still am one of those, although I try to, you know, direct my energy to what really matters. And I still see a lot of people do that. Just like you said, uh, entrepreneurs struggle with wanting to do everything. Just recently, a um, customer that wanted to launch eight products on Amazon and then wanted, wanted me to help them launch all eight. And I'm like, why don't we just, you know, launch one at a time and put every bit of energy we have into launching that one, make sure it's successful and then go to the next. Cause just like you said, we're spreading too thin when you want to, we only have 24 hours a day. We're all the same. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's classic switching costs, right? Uh, in the book, uh, scrum by Jeff Sutherland, he has a, a cool graph there where it's like, if you're focusing on one thing, 100% of your time is on that thing. But if you're focusing on two things, it's not 50-50. It's actually 40-40 because 20% of your time is lost switching, switching over from task to task. And by the time you get to five things, you're only spending about 8% of your energy on each thing. And the rest of your time is lost in switching contests. So it's, it's a real thing. If you're focused on too many things, you're not going in very far. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw recently, I can't remember who released it, but there was a study that uh, actually proves now that humans are not meant to multitask. When we say I'm multitasking, that means you're not doing either one of the tasks correct. Yep. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, you know, the brain can switch very quickly from thing to thing, but it can't do the two things at once. So, Christian, what is your mission today? Oh, good question. Uh, my, my mission is really to bring entrepreneurship, personal development, mindfulness, and financial literacy, so those four life skills, to a billion, a billion youth around the world uh, over my lifetime. So mm-hmm. for me, that's really, really important. You know, I grew up in a really small town. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship. I didn't know anything about personal development. And I got really lucky. Like I said, I found that piece of paper on a desk. I had a couple of mentors at the right time show me the way. And now I'm living a really happy, fulfilled life. But 
that's because of luck. And I always thought it's unfortunate that it had to come to luck. Like why, why is luck a part of that? Why can't it be designed in the program? So my ultimate mission is really to get that entrepreneurial life skills, personal development to everybody to where it's not about luck and it's actually seen as an actual path, an actual option that's being taught everywhere. Um, and the way Elevate flows into that is by helping these six-figure entrepreneurs get to that next level to where now they're not working 80 hours a week and they're looking at their business as a scalable business that can make a big impact in their own way as well. Very good. So do you recommend starting the hiring process early or do you, do you, you know, we see nowadays the entrepreneur that is basically the team of one and this entrepreneur that, that get, wants to get all the way to seven figures and is working by him or by herself. When do you recommend that we should start probably hiring some VAs and getting some help? Oh, gosh. In terms of hiring VAs and getting some help almost immediately, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think there's a point where you're in the very, very beginning. You want to start getting some traction, maybe getting a couple of sales. And it depends, too. Are you a VC-funded business? Well, then you're hiring pre-revenue. But if you're a pass-to-the-cash service-based or product-based business that you can start making sales relatively quick, you know, maybe get to that point. But I would hire VAs as fast as possible and then start hiring real teammates as fast as possible as well. I wouldn't wait till six figures. I wouldn't wait. I think the longer that people wait, the more stuck they get. Yeah, I, I think so too. And it's so easy nowadays to, to find VAs, to hire VAs. And it's really inexpensive as well, right? We can get somebody very, very experienced to do all kinds of works. And today with all the the sites out there, you know, like uh, Upwork, FreeUp, and uh, we can get really experienced people. So, yeah, why wait? Yeah, 100%. You can either be, you know, uploading your blogs, uploading your podcasts, doing those things, or you can be working on sales and marketing, or you can be working in your genius zone, right? So you, you really have to leverage, is an hour of my time selling going to grow the business more than an hour of my time uploading content to the internet? Yeah, exactly. 100%. I agree with that. There's actually a way to measure what your time is worth so you know, should I get somebody else to do that or do I spend my time doing something else? But then again, we also have to be truth to uh, to ourselves am i going to be actually using that time to do work or now that i have somebody to do that part am i just gonna you know waste my time watching netflix or sitting on the couch you know yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely totally and also though you know it does you can outsource other things in your personal life too, right? So you can enjoy more time with your family and your friends. Like I, we, me and my wife get our groceries delivered to us on yeah. the weekend. So that way we don't have to spend that hour to two hours grocery shopping. And that time is back in our pockets where we can go to the park and hang out and do whatever. Um, so, you know, you really want to look at your time and say, what do you, what, what's worth it and what's not, especially knowing that time is finite. Nice. Yeah, so now, now that you get into having a, a physical team present with you, maybe sharing the same office, now how can someone trust the, the team with, with work? Yeah, great question. So I, I get that a lot, actually, when 
people are scared or nervous to bring on a team because they're not going to do the work as well as them, right? That's kind of the, always the biggest fear about mm-hmm. VAs, executive assistants. And you know, one is doing a, a good hiring job, right? Asking the right questions, bringing in enough candidates, et cetera, following the process in that regards. But two is also, you know, understanding the concept of micro losses and a micro loss is, you know, when someone messes up, but they learn from it and then they get better and better. So you have to be okay with having a little bit of micro loss in your business. So that way they can get better and learn from it and continue on. No one's going to do a hundred percent of what you do, but if they can get to 80 to 90%, then that's delegate the task. It's not worth that extra that extra 10% to spend your time doing it. And eventually you'll get to the point where you're hiring people that are even better than you <laughs> at what you do, which is really nice. Yes. I, I agree with that one. And, uh, you 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 call them uh, micro. What was it? Micro what? Micro losses. Micro losses. I really like that. It's basically kind of like the concept of the fail fast is a micro loss, right? The sooner you get that loss done, now you know what path not to take, so you can you know focus on the big picture. I really yeah. I really like that. That's exactly right. And you can start small too, right? When I when I brought my executive assistant in. We started out uploading a blog. We started out, you know, uh, doing some small email things. It wasn't crazy large tasks, but you can stack wins and then you can start building trust to where now it's sending out invoices. It's taking care of my entire inbox and my scheduling, et cetera. So you can start slow to build trust as well, which I think people forget. And you can start out at five to 10 hours a week and just do one or two tasks until you build up the confidence in the person to take on more. So Christian, when it comes now to running your business, you're the leader inside the company. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. I say, I would say we're all leaders in our own way, but yeah, I'm, I'm the leader inside the company. Very good. And what kind of tools are you using to right now to generate more leads or to find more customers into Elevate? Yeah, great question. That's. The biggest topic that we have right now is generating leads uh, and building the company and growing the impact because we want to have a huge impact, right? We want to help uh, a billion a billion people learn those life skills. So the way that we're doing it right now is through social. So we're, we have our own Facebook group that we're bringing people into and we're adding a ton of content. We're doing video trainings in there, Facebook lives in there. We're just adding as much value as possible to that Facebook group and then slowly building that community as well. Um, we're, we're really heavy on value first marketing. So we want to add as much value as we can. If it's a good fit for you to come into elevate program. Awesome. If it's not that you're still getting a ton of value from the content we're, go- we're putting out. Great. That's perfect. So, yeah, our biggest marketing channel right now is social social by building up that Facebook group. And that's kind of the number one that we're going in on. Obviously, referrals and networking are huge too. I do some speaking and that pulls in a good amount of leads. Referrals always help. But our big outbound kind of traction channel is the Facebook group. Cool. You want to plug the name here for the listeners? What is the name of their Facebook group? Yeah, sure. It's Elevate Your Systems. So if you head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Elevate Your Systems, they can request to join from there. Very good. So when it comes to, you mentioned the offering 
kind of marketing where you offer value first, kind of like the jab, 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 Gary Vee's uh, book. That's the, your approach right now. You offer value, offer value, and then, of course, there has to be a jab because we're in this to make uh, a living, of course. How do you offer that value up front? Yeah, so the initial value is through, like I said, on my in the Facebook group, we're posting videos, we're posting trainings. Uh, my my newsletter is I pump I put an article out every single week that talks about systems, personal performance, and mindfulness. So that's just straight value right there. There's no no pitch in any of my articles. Uh, on my own personal Facebook, I'm always posting some valuable information, articles. Uh, videos that I create, etc. So we're doing a lot of the content in terms of videos and PDFs, guides, stuff like that. Nice. What's one of the best or most used tools now inside of Elevate? Yeah. Uh, tools inside like internally that the team uses or tools that the members love? Uh, the, the team uses like you and your team kind of software or any kind of tool. That- oh, yeah. We, we love Asana. So we, we're big on the Asana game. We use that for our meetings. We use that for our social media calendar. We use Asana pretty, pretty hardcore. So we love Asana. Very good. I kind of, I've been, you know, dabbling a bit with Asana by myself. The team is in Slack and I wanted to see, you know, test out Asana, but I, I'm in mind by myself. <laughs> yeah. So we use Slack and Asana. So we use Slack to communicate and to talk. And then we use Asana for project management tasks, et cetera. So we use both in very well together. They play well together, Slack and Asana. Nice. So Christian, uh, right at the beginning, I told everybody like you are a best-selling author and the book that made you the best-selling author, was it Lose the Limits? Yep. Yep. And so breaking your limiting beliefs become a more productive you and achieve everything you want in life. That is an amazing title, right? So just, just right there, that would get me hooked on, on the, on the book because, you know, when people say don't judge a book by its cover, I don't really judge by the way the cover looks, but what's written on the cover influences me a lot. So this would be a book that I would buy because it really would mean something to me. So let's talk a little bit about this. Become a more productive you and achieve anything you want in life. Is this related to all kind of uh, mindset? Is there a law of attraction? Do you believe in the law of attraction? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely believe in the law of attraction. Uh, Yeah, the, the Lose the Limits book was really a passion project for me. It was Me, like I said, growing up in that really small town in New Jersey, growing up seeing a lot of people with limiting beliefs, me having a lot of limiting beliefs and learning, learning one, what limiting beliefs were. And then two, uh, slowly breaking down some of those limiting beliefs I had around myself and my self-worth, what I was capable of and looking at other amazingly successful. When I say successful, I mean uh, wealthy and happy and like family oriented. Those are kind of my three criterias for success in my mind, in my opinion, and looking at what they were doing and looking at their strategies and their tactics and their actions, and then implementing that in my own life, starting to break those limiting beliefs. I felt like I was really onto something and it was really important to get it, get it out there in a digestible way that people my age would be able to read in and really pick it up and run with it. 
Yeah. So normally people get that, uh, a, a way to get out of your limiting beliefs and basically changing your life. Normally something very big has to happen in someone's life, right? Did, did you have that kind of something happen to you or was it just you decided you, you needed to grow? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I have had, you know, major things happen in my life. My, my dad passed away when I was 11. And then my godfather, who basically came, came in and raised me as a father, took me in. He was like a second father to me. Uh, he passed away when I was 18 from a heart attack suddenly. So I, I had these major things happen in my life. And that definitely pushed me to some sense. And it, they guided me, but they also made me resentful and have bottled up a lot of internal anger about the world. And it wasn't until I started being an entrepreneur and I started running my own business that I realized I had all this anger and I, I wasn't the person I wanted to be. I wasn't the person that you know, would make them proud. And that's when I started to really look at myself in the mirror. I started to check my ego at the door and I said, Hey, I need to, I need to really start changing if I want to have the future I want. And if I want to be the person I want, that means I need to change. So, uh, I would say it was a slow burn to come to that epiphany, but it, it was boiling up over a long period of time. Yeah, ego is, uh, man, is is a business killer. Uh, it's a relationship killer. It's good that we we are able to, I guess, love ourselves and all that, but ego can destroy pretty much everything. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, Brian Holiday nails it. Ego is the enemy. Sorry? Uh, Ryan Holiday, ego is the enemy. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, Christian, you mentioned that you also do some public speaking. Is it you talk about mindset and, and basically systems, or what do you talk about in these uh, gigs? Yeah, uh, a lot of times I'll be talking about systems in people's businesses, so how, how they can implement a, a few systems to really scale their companies and scale their lives. Uh, so talking about the systems, I talk about OKRs a lot of times, which is a goal-setting methodology that I teach with all of my clients, uh, objectives and key results. It's, it's a, setting that, a goal-setting methodology that Google, Intuit, and all of them use as well. So it's mm-hmm. a really cool goal-setting methodology. And then, yeah, I'll talk a little bit on mindset and limiting beliefs, et cetera. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of my speaking centers around the system side of things, though. Nice. So as somebody that's listening right now, if they wanted to join, uh, join you on uh, Elevate and learn more, what would they have to do? Yeah, so they can either follow me on Facebook, so facebook.com slash chasmer. Or they can head over to elevateyoursystems.com and they can apply right from there. Very good. How's the onboarding process at Elevate? You just need a name, email, and phone number, or you reach out to the person after? How does this work? Yeah. So they'll go on, they'll apply, they'll fill out a short, a short survey, they'll book a time with one of our strategists, and then they'll get on a 45-minute strategy call. And we'll see if it's a good fit. It, if it is a good fit, great. We'll talk about the next steps to getting into the Elevate program, which is that 12-week program where you're going to be in a community of other entrepreneurs that are looking to grow as well. You can get personalized coaching, et cetera. And 
that's that's the whole thing. You go through the 12 weeks, and then after the 12 weeks, you're dropped into the alumni community. So you're part of the Elevate family for life. Nice, nice. I always like when there's a a group like alumni or VIP, something that makes people want to work harder to get into it, right? There's some sort of motivation there. So I love the fact that you do that. It's uh, It gives a sense of belonging when you finally get in, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're, like I said in the beginning, we're a super value-oriented company, and we really care about the people that come in. You know, for me, they're on the team. They're, they're part of the team. So the alumni community is really cool because you go through this awesome 12-week program. Now you're in the alumni community, and people are starting to share resources. People are engaged. People are helping each other. You know, a couple of people have gotten each other uh, clients. A couple of people have started working with each other. So it's a really cool community for that aspect because everyone's on the same journey. Yeah, that's why it's great to always belong, be part of a community, mastermind. The things that you can achieve in, in a group are always so much bigger and better than what you can do by yourself. So that's that's fantastic. Totally agree. So Christian, uh, are you planning on writing another book? Ha, good question. Uh, I do actually have a book plan to come out in June. It's called Elevated. And it's, yeah, it's all wrapped up. Now it's getting formatted and we're going to be putting it out in June. Perfect. So when it does come out, let me know. We'll mention it on the podcast so our, our listeners can have a look at it. And meanwhile, if they want to find Lose the Limits, this is available on Amazon. Yep, exactly. You can just search Lose the Limits right in Amazon. Perfect. Okay, Christian, do you read besides besides your own? Do you read uh, a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love reading. Tell us one of your favorite all-time books. <sighs> favorite all-time books? Gotta be The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, completely changed my life. When I read that book, it just 180 me. It made me want to follow the four agreements and it made me want to become a better person. And it really helped me become the person I wanted to be. So four agreements, super quick read. It's like 130 pages. So very quick read, very powerful read. Very good. I'm going to put it on the show notes. I'm not, I didn't read that one, so I don't know it. I'll put it on the show notes for everybody to check out. Christian, you have an offer for the audience. You want to let us know what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So we have our uh, newest Elevate session starting May 8th. So if anybody anybody in your audience, Quinn, wants to join, they think it's a good fit, they can get introduced or they can apply and we'll give them 20% off the price for it as a thank you. Very good. So you heard Christian right there, 20% off if you're coming from the podcast. Just let them know and you'll get your 20% off. All right, so uh, Christian, if anybody wants to find you, Facebook, uh, Elevate's website, what is that again? Yeah, elevateyoursystems.com. Perfect. And at Facebook, people can contact you directly or go to the Elevate Your Systems group. Is that right? That's exactly right, yeah. Awesome. Very good. Christian, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you you being here today with us and giving us all these golden nuggets. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely, Quinn. This was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Listen, when the book comes out, let me know. I'll mention it for everybody here. So um, I'm very interested as well.
Yeah, for sure. It, I'll definitely let you know, uh, you know, a couple of days before it comes out, et cetera. Awesome. Thank you, Christian. Have a great day. No problem, Quinn. Thanks a lot. Thanks for subscribing to Fail Fast Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and visit failfastpodcast.com for show notes, Quinn's social media, or even to tell us your story.